It's not much of a secret that I have a home field apparel problem. Even before we started this show, I couldn't even step foot on a new college campus without making sure there was something from that school's home field collection waiting on my porch when I got home. So we are, understandably, over the moon to partner with home field this season to keep Pitt fans comfy, cozy, and stylish at a fraction of the price by using promo code LOYALSONS for 15% off your next order. This discount applies site-wide and with unique vintage collections for every school from Pitt to Bama, Jackson State to Colgate, Michigan, Marshall, Marquette, and both Miamis. There's something for every fan. So whether you're buying for a Pitt fan or for a loser freak, use promo code LOYALSONS at homefieldapparel.com to save big on your next order. Each code applies once per email address, so get those work emails and burners ready. That's homefieldapparel.com. Hello and welcome to Loyal Sun Show. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Safe and sunshiny. Love, hate, section five. Place for you. We're one and three. Yeah. Yeah, we are. David, you were at a wedding last night. Have you had the displeasure of rewatching the game? Or no. Or watching the game at all? Yeah, you can't make me watch the condenser. You, you can't make me. I, I watched them. I, I wasted a lot of what was a very, very fun wedding I was at in the corner watching Pitt get walked like a dog on a leash. So being a football fan is a disease. Was there a play that made you set the phone down and be like, all right, I'm going out to the dance floor. That punt return for a touchdown should have been it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, in hindsight, that was a very clear, like, all right, buddy, go go dance with your buddies. Like, go go hang out with your friends. Go celebrate this couple that you've been really good friends with forever. Uh, but but we came back. Um, kind of. No, I... Sorry, I shouldn't have said we. I came back to my phone... The, the spare work phone mm. that I brought just to watch the game on. Uh, but to answer your question, I think it was Veyer's second pick was like the real like, OK, I'm I'm actually not even going to check again. You made it that long. <laughs> I don't on and know. off. Did on we make off. it that long? Squid? I don't think so. I, I just saw his second interception like two minutes before we started recording. I think we were out of whole- stadium. <laughs> Horrible. So am I a more loyal son than you guys? I mean, I'm not going to hear that. I stood out in the rain for five hours tailgating this game. Yeah, you you sound like hell. Yeah, that's why I'm doing this. If if you're watching the video version, I'm doing this from my couch. Uh, Didn't have the courage to make my way up to the office. I thought it'd be a really funny bit if, like, Squid and I just had a conversation while you were 
asleep on the couch on camera. And also Squid and I were just normally going about our Sundays. Just like, like I'm still assembling the same dresser. I think I referred to two episodes ago um, to tell you how to, how it's going. Um, I thought it would just be funny if Squid was like making dinner and I had like a, like a Phillips head screwdriver out and we were just passively talking about like, yep, Pit sucks. Never going to be happy again. Go Steelers. I don't know. We suck, but are you actually that upset? Like, I don't think any of us thought anything different would happen yesterday. That's how I'm coming to peace with it. It's like, yeah, we lost to UNC and we looked like a little bit more decent in the first half than I thought we would. We got to watch- that, I think that's exactly how I thought it would go. And I'm like, yep, better luck next week. Maybe we'll... Vayer being... Looking very ugly. I won't go too far. He looked very ugly. Is what was demoralizing the most to me. Everything else, yeah, I knew Drake May would make us look pretty stupid. They'd get some big plays. They'd put up 40 points. I, I wasn't all that up. I was upset, but say, oh, it's happening. Those first two drives were good. It kind of pissed me off that we haven't seen anything like that the last two weeks. I was watching Signetti scheme up some like play action, like motion, like plays I'm watching other teams run, like a little play action to the right, screen easy pass stuff, to the left. Yeah. yeah, easy stuff that works. And I was like, this looks like a completely different offense. It also just pissed me off that we didn't run anything like that in West Virginia. Yeah, I really the West Virginia thing is like it's it's like I can't believe how they trotted Dracovic out there and ran the Yarnell against Western Michigan offense for him. It was very perplexing. It was frustrating because if we played to that level against Cincinnati or West Virginia, who knows what happens, but the offense showed signs of life in the first half. I wasn't fully out on us coming back from down like 10. Once we're down a little bit more than 10, I'm like, okay, we can't keep up. But whenever we're down 10, I'm like, hey, the defense, we need one big play, and then the offense is keep doing your thing, marching a little bit. I obviously knew there's a ceiling to our offense. We're not going to score like a lot. When I watched Drake May like throw a sidearm ball, like, weave through two defenders i was like okay this is this ain't gonna happen we cannot stop them what was it the sidearm ball through three defenders or was it the and i think you guys know exactly where i'm going with this one uh getting brought down by two defensive linemen switching the ball into his offhand and throwing it end over end for a touchdown to a wide open guy just like a freak play with a guy the guy blocking eight yards downfield. That one. True, but I, I don't think that takes away from like Oh, phenomenal a, play by him. He is he's everything that they told themselves Sam Howe was. Yeah. Except when taller and not fat. Yeah, I'm breaking our age old role of like we don't compliment players who play against Pitt or that we accept that anyone who isn't on pit is good. Um, he's good. He's, he's the real deal. Confirmed good. 
Yeah. I thought the defense played well in the first half. They, st- they stood tall. They forced a few punts. They got home to the quarterback. And I think the, the punt return really broke this team's back and things kind of went off the rails in the second half. But I was very encouraged by the defense actually facing like a tough offense for a change and looking like half decent. Uh, but yeah, Drake may, I don't said it earlier. I expected him to score a lot of points on us and they did. So tip our caps. Yeah. I, this is one I wouldn't feel that bad about losing if it wasn't for three things. Three things. One, we started to look competent at the start of the game and then just sort of fell apart. So to dissect that point one a little bit. Signetti had some of those plays in his back pocket. They exist in the playbook. They exist in the scheme. And he decided to do, and Dylan, I, I loved what you said. I hadn't put that together yet. He he did the the Western Michigan Yarnell game plan against West Virginia. So it's, we just didn't come prepared for that game, I guess. And then the other implication of that is, like I mentioned on our last episode, it feels like Signetti comes in with like some really good ideas, like a, like a logical game plan. We're going to jam it down their throats. We're going to run this scheme or you know, big vertical passing attack. No one's going to expect it like North Carolina last year. And then he fails to adjust the second the other team is like, oh, they're passing deep. Uh, let's drop another safety. No answer. He has no plan B. Yes, ever. I think that's spot on what I was going to say next. I, most games, I guess outside of Cincinnati, we kind of got stonewalled early. Very often, does Pitt get out to a good start? Like, oh yeah, this looks good. And I think the defense just meets in the sideline and they're like, okay, so they're going to run the ball every play. And Blitz like, hey, guys, and like West Virginia figured us out extremely easily. We had no success after that first drive. No Same plan with UNC. It's like, all right, you scored a couple times. We know what you're doing. You are so limited. If we just make this one little change, your entire offense is screwed. So Nettie yeah. also just emptied his bag in the first quarter and was like, well, that's all I got, Pat. Just completely, <laughs> completely lost. Had, had no plan B. Uh, number two. We begged all goddamn week for Christian Veyer, and he looked bad. Yeah. It's almost like uh, the backup quarterback wasn't playing for a reason. I mean, I'll contend. That's what we feared. I'll contend, I imagine. He he didn't look very prepared. I don't... Here's a question. Why did he play in the second half? Because I didn't think Phil was like they said he wasn't in. Dracova got domed. He did get domed, but they said he wasn't in concussion protocol after the game, right? Yeah, but Nerdy's just like weird about it. He didn't straight up say like, "Yeah, he's not in concussion protocol." He was like, "Well, let's just say he's uh, he's not in the protocol." Like very cryptic about it. So it's like. Was he held out because they? I don't know. So do we want to assume he had a concussion? I mean, I saw what happened. He domed is a is probably the right 
word for it. Uh, or was this just an excuse to see what Vayar had? I think it's a You're... little bit of both. It's like, well, he could go in if we wanted to keep him in, but if we have a a not full strength fill, well, fuck it, let's just switch it up now. This is our chance to put Vayar in the game and see what he can do and have the excuse that, well, we didn't bench Phil. He, he was out with an injury. That could be part of it. That was also complete horseshit. Sigetti yeah. uh, dials up a screen pass. It's completed. The offense takes 40 seconds to get up to the line again to run the same exact oh play gosh. to the opposite side of the field. And then I was too busy being upset about wasting all of that time to really realize what play that was. But Pitt did not intend on scoring that drive. Like, we're going to just run the ball and go to the half. But they chose to run the ball with their quarterback, who ended up getting hurt. And then because of that penalty, we were kind of almost able to get into field goal range. But it would have been nice if we had, like, 40 more seconds and called a timeout or got a play in quick. It was just complete incompetence entering the half, and that ruined all the goodwill that the team kind of barely built up by playing okay early on. They looked bad. And it was very, very disconcerting. But also, like, what what the hell are we doing, coaches? First of all, he looked wildly unprepared to come into this game. You're you're putting him in a terrible position down two scores to a ranked team with an unbelievable quarterback and a, a defense that gets after the quarterback. You're you're putting him in a terrible position. And then it was very clear from what I saw in the second half. As we stated in point one, or A, or Roman numeral I, Frank just had no plan in the second half. He was just, dude was just closing his eyes and and picking a number on his chart to call in. Like, you have your backup in, in those circumstances, and you are giving him nothing. And... I'm just going to keep telling myself Vayer was just trying to make a play when he threw all those ugly picks. He took the words out of my mouth. I heard somebody say, man, he was out there just trying to make a play. But if you watch those plays, what was he trying to do? He overthrew a deep ball by like 15 yards, completely offline while he's being hit. Sure, he was trying to make a play, and he got hit. It was stupid, but you're losing. That's like an interception. I don't know or care what you're trying to do that was just abysmal so i hope he was trying to do too much but i feel like there's there's some problems in the quarterback room really breaking (laughs) (laughs) i I don't think we're better off without phil under center which is something that i it pains to say me and dylan kept saying sarcastically like man if phil didn't get hurt we win that game. Oh, we we win by thirty. Yeah, Mac Brown sent his his goons out there to take Phil out. He was getting worried. Yeah, so I'm starting to think Signetti, on top of being like a very bad play caller with a very dated system, might be whatever the opposite of a quarterback whisperer is, because Vayer started one game against Penn State, one game at Penn State and had a better game than any Pitt quarterback has had in the last two years. 
And that was as like a, what, a redshirt freshman, a true freshman. So obviously something is not right in that quarterback room. Obviously there's something about this offense. If Phil looks that much better at Boston College, Boston College, than he does here. And he didn't even look great at Boston College. There's clearly something going wrong on that offense and in that quarterback room. And I, I think using the process of deduction, there's one person to blame. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> uh, we ready for yarn now? Yeah. Start beating the drum for the sheriff. Break out when, the piano. When you ain't got nothing, you got nothing to lose. Oh, uh, you guys want point three for oh, yeah, yeah. why this is still like a very concerning loss? Yes. We're a one in three football team. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A bowl See, game at this point would be like a miracle. Going oh, but the, the Ravens just lost, so that's... Oh, I must be behind you. I'm also watching the game and watching uh, sorry, Indianapolis that, yeah. line up for this field goal. Well, they hit it, so... Right. Yeah, uh... The I'm just stopping you there. We are 1-3, and, and things are bad. That Your third point is we are 1-3. That game actually made me feel better. Going into that game, there were people who we were friends with that said, I don't see another win on the schedule. And I was like, well, we'll, we'll win a game or two or whatever. We suck, but we'll win some games. I saw enough in the first half to be like, all right, we'll beat some bad teams. We're not that shitty. Maybe... <laughs> We're pretty shitty. Uh, I do agree. I, I saw some signs of life on offense that True. it was like, oh, we're not going to watch what happened in West Virginia every week for eight more weeks. Um, yeah, we had a quarterback hit triple digits. Quite the maybe this is me fooling myself. <laughs> I, I need all the help I can get. So maybe I'm just fooling myself. It's like, yeah, we're, we're a four win team after watching that 21 point loss. What a low place to be in. It takes so little to buy me in. Not to be a Debbie Downer, because I agree, we finally showed some signs of life. But you know what doesn't make me feel better? Boston College might have a quarterback, and Syracuse is just straight up good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, that's a loss. Good. They are top three nationally either top three or top five nationally in both offense and defense. That is two games that I had written in Sharpie as a win that I think we're just going to get boat raced in. Also, Louisville might just be good. Now nah, relax. I'm. <laughs> yeah. I don't, know. I don't know if I can relax. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny Johnson helps the kickoff. Yeah, he's awesome. Just give him the ball every play. Not via jet sweep. How many more jet sweeps does this city have to see? Yeah, Pittsburgh has reached our quota on jet sweeps for the football season. 
We are and at critical and, mass. And we're recording this before sweeps. We're recording this before the Sunday night Steeler game. Thank Christ. Could you imagine if the Steelers look how they look like every game and we were recording this after or during? Yeah, I don't even want to think about that right now. The Big only fans, don't don't get too down. We all knew this was gonna happen. Eat the L, try again next week. And Virginia Tech's bad. If we lose this week, I, I'm I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. We that'll will be actually a, be a one one team if we lose to Virginia Tech. That'll be a straight up suck fest on eight PM on the ACC network. Virginia Tech just lost to Marshall. Although Marshall hasn't been dog shit the last couple, but I mean, the Marshall. Yeah. I was, um, our bosses at section five actually told me that they were going to lose to Marshall. All the section five guys are uh, Virginia tech alum. And uh, they told me they were losing to Marshall like two weeks before the season. They're like, yeah, they're playing at Marshall and Marshall is treating this like the national championship sold out just like going all in on this game and they're gonna kick the shit out of us so we're gonna be going into pit limping off a loss from marshall and i don't know if that means that they're gonna be desperate or if they're just gonna start spiraling so we can get more into that with uh our preview this week which we might have a treat in store for you guys we haven't worked out the logistics but uh yeah we we, we might at least have a fun preview for the game if it's even if it's going to be a terrible awful game that nobody enjoys yeah boo city i think the under hit were there the under hit no nah. we chanting go phil yay phil the whole first quarter and after that we're like okay whatever very inspired chance very yeah, there were some boos after I guess the punt return, maybe the refs a few times. But yeah, people weren't that bought into Boo. Did see a few Boo City shirts. That is, fans not being bought in enough to Boo is so much worse than fans not booing. Or than fans booing. I would rather a stadium of people MFing Pat Narduzzi and Frank Signetti, you know, burning trash cans in the streets, throw like and throwing their season tickets in them, than a near empty crowd that is too apathetic to boo. We're in a we're in a spot right now. There were a lot of cheers early on. Yeah. First quarter was a lot of people optimistic. And then that plug got Hold real quick and it went from 100 to zero. And there were like 25 people left in Akrasher for Vayers' last interception. And there are just those UNC fans from Cranberry waiting for 79 to clear up. Yeah, I think that was the first time in a long time I've seen the student section pretty much empty out. I think they were, uh, those college kids were ready to get back home to party it was a saturday night this was this was only part of their plan 
completely off topic, the Dolphins just scored 70 points. Just flashed up on the screen. It's more than Pitt has the last three weeks. It's more than the Steelers have this season, and I'm willing to bet it's more than they have on the season after tonight's game as well. I'm I'm not like a... Like, I don't know how the finances or recruiting coordinators works, but uh, the Panthers and the Steelers should be trying to outbid each other for literally anyone employed by the Miami Dolphins for the offensive side of the ball. Like get the, get the equipment kid. Cause at least he's probably walked in and out of those meetings with uh, McDaniels. We done here. We're done here. Well, enjoy the rest of your Sunday fellas. I won't. Me either. Probably. But hey, hail loyal sons of Pittsburgh.